Those of you who have been listening to our last two broadcasts know that we have started a series entitled How to Overcome Evil. And that series grows out of an understanding of the 12th chapter of the book of Romans, beginning with verse 14. So far, we have only discussed the general summary principle in the 21st verse. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Now that 21st verse sets forth the fact that we are in a war, that we are not to lose the battles in that war, even though so many Christians are defeated people today and every counselor knows that. But rather that we are to win those battles and win that war and indeed win it in such a way that the enemy surrenders, that the enemy is overcome. And you notice how Paul says to do that. Do not be overcome with evil, but overcome evil by good. Now, so far, what we have said has been fairly general, and it had to be because we were looking at that general principle. But today we're going to go back now and look at the verses, begin to look at the verses that lead up to the 21st verse that lead to that uh, general conclusion. Verse 14 today says this, and this is quite specific. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and curse not. Now I want you to get that clearly in mind as to what it is Paul is telling you here. Paul is saying, you've got to change. You were born the kind of person who when somebody curses you, you'd want to curse him back, whether you did it or not. You might not have done it because you were afraid to, but at least under your breath and in your mind, you said, well, the same to you, fellow. Your attitude, you see, with which you were born as a sinner was to snarl back. Somebody snaps at you and you snap back at him. Somebody does something wrong to you and you retaliate. All right. That's the sinful, basically sinful response of every man who is born into this world as a son of Adam. We're born sinners with that kind of nature which says, curse me, I'll curse you twice as much. But Jesus says, no. And this is simply an echo of what Jesus had said earlier in Luke 6, 27 and 28, Matthew 5, 44. This, Paul says, is to be the Christian's response. And only a Christian can respond to evil with good, to cursing with blessing, and thus overcome evil by doing good in this way. Only a Christian can respond like this because only a Christian has a newly made nature that enables him to do this. But even for the Christian, it's hard. Even for the Christian, he finds it difficult even for the Christian, he realizes that this requires a renewal of his very being. And that's exactly what the Spirit of God dwelling within him, using the Word of God, which he produced for this purpose, is doing. And hopefully, as this broadcast is going forth, and as Christians are listening today, perhaps you, as one of those Christians, know that you need to have your life changed. What will change you is hearing this from the Word of God, that this is what you're to do. 
When your neighbor says something nasty to you, instead of under your breath or outwardly saying, well, all right, I want you to say the same thing, instead of responding in the same way, you are to bless. You are to say something kindly, something love, loving, something sweet, something that responds in an opposite way, something good. You are to overcome, not only repel, but overcome that evil word that was spoken with a good word in response. This is what love does. You see, it is love that really overcomes evil, and love says something different. Now, let's try to get in clear in our mind what blessing and cursing really mean. We need to understand those words. Bless and curse not. Bless those who persecute you. When somebody speaks a word of curse, a word of cursing, a curse is virtually the invoking of God's judgment upon another. That's what we do when we say, damn you, or God damn you. That's asking God to judge somebody, to send him to hell forever, to damn him in everlasting torment and punishment. We're saying, God, do this. Now, a person may speak those words in a way in which he doesn't understand what he's saying, just simply as words, but the oath goes forth, the curse is spoken, and God listens. We ought not to speak such words very lightly. Those kinds of words ought not to slip out of the lips of a believer. As James said, what a, what a tragedy it is and how incongruent it is, he says, out of the same mouth comes forth words that bless God and words that curse men. This ought not to be. The same spring doesn't send forth brackish water and sweet water, he says. And a believer should not be cursing his neighbor neighbor does something wrong to you and instead of doing something wrong in return or saying something wrong in return I wish I could wring her neck that kind of thing you are to think of something good to say and you are to ask God's blessing upon that person to bless means the opposite of to curse to curse is to invoke God's judgment upon someone to ask God to send them to hell forever, but to bless is to invoke God's goodness upon someone, God's mercy upon someone, God's blessing upon someone. It is to pray for those who despitefully use you. To bless those who persecute you is to ask God to do good to those who are doing evil to you. You remember that's what Jesus Christ did on the cross. He prayed for those who nailed him. That's what Stephen did in imitation of Christ. As they stoned him to death, he asked God to forgive them. Now this is what you must do. This is how you are to meet the evil that is done to you. First, you are to do good by asking God to do good. Do good by asking God to give something in return for this evil that is truly a blessing to the one who persecutes you. Hard? Sure, that's hard. 
Difficult? Sure that's difficult. When somebody's just kicked you in the shins, don't you want to say something to him? Nasty? Tell him what you really think? Of course you do, because you're a sinner. But that's sin. The believer has to learn how to respond prayerfully to God. Oh, Lord, help that person. Truly, because he's done this wrong to me, I know that he needs your help. And you know when we realize that we are sinners too, and that we have injured not only others, but injured our Lord Jesus Christ by our sins and put him on that cross, it makes it a little easier to do it, doesn't it? It makes it a great deal easier when you realize that that's what Jesus did for you. Oh, Lord, help us to learn to bless and not to curse. For Jesus' sake, amen.